everybody. Welcome to the Meg's podcast. I'm your host, Meg Revis, and I have my amazing husband co-hosting season three with me. Are you over there, Logan? I am over there. <laughs> um, it's been so a minute. I don't, I don't even know. It has we, been a minute. How do we do this? What, do we, <laughs> what is um, podcasting? It's been a hot minute. Actually, it's been over a month because I think the last episode we aired was um, around 4th of July weekend or a little bit after 4th of July weekend. It was right after the 4th, after that infamous incident. (laughs) Which we'll we'll get to in a second here. Um, If you are new to listening to the Meg's podcast, welcome. We're so excited that you're listening. Um, if you want to check us out on social media, we are on Instagram and Facebook. Just type in the Meg's podcast and you should see our faces or you'll see my face and then a few posts with Logan's face on there. So we would love any of your likes, your follows, your comments. Those are greatly appreciated. Um, also to go along with that though, we love, love, love if you guys could download the episodes. That is like huge for us. Or if you subscribe, um, we have reviews. If you want to write us a review, we would love to hear your feedback too. So those are all the ways that you can kind of um, help us out, I guess. Is that what I'm trying to say? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, and then you don't, if you subscribe, you never miss an episode. So even though we had a bit of a hiatus here that I don't, I think we knew we weren't like really planning on it, but it's not, I don't know. It, it happened we knew kind we of were organically. Do like, so. uh, yeah, it was a little bit of an organic midsummer break. It needed to happen. Um, so we had that little break, uh, but there's plenty of episodes for you to listen to. Um, but if you're subscribed, you always know because it yeah. automatically comes through when, so you might've been wondering what was going on, but when this one hit, uh, hit the uh, airwaves or the uh, I guess that's not really that's a radio term this isn't the airwaves <laughs> this would be uh, as soon as this hits um, the cloud uh, you would you would know it would automatically download to your phone and or whatever device you want to use and you you would know you would, you would know. know you would be in the know if you know you know um, if you actually want to get a hold of us you can go to our website, uh, themegspodcast.com, and we have an email link. We have a little button that you can click on that says contact us, and you can send us an email. And we are pretty good about replying back to you within a day, actually sometimes within the hour. So, Meg um, is really good about responding. <laughs> I'm really good about responding. So if you need to reach out to us, uh, visit our website. There is a contact us link there um, and lots of other things too. So you can check out our web our website at the Meg's podcast. Okay. Sorry. We have to like get all of that out kind of in the beginning, which I'm sure some of you guys fast forward through, which I totally understand that. But we just want to make sure you guys know how to connect with us and we can connect with you. We are calling this episode Logan. No, we're the not calling update. it Logan. Oh, we're not calling it Logan. Well, that's what it sounded like you said. We're calling it Logan, comma, the update. Hmm. 
Okay. Is that is that better? No, I feel like I feel like we should have just sort of said we're calling it the update. But anyways, it, we're we're digressing. So I'm sorry. It's a little early in the episode for that already. I know, but here's the thing: I'm super sleep deprived. One, that's one. That's what and you do. Two, huh? That's what you do. All right. And two, um, it's been kind of an emotional. Oh gosh, I would say few days, like an emotional roller coaster of. Maybe even a week. Yeah, I think it's been more like a couple of weeks. I think. And so uh, today, a few things kind of came to head today. And unfortunately, we can't talk about it on this episode, but we will in due time when it's the right time and everything. We will, you know, talk to you guys about it. But so I feel a little bit off my game today just because of, I think, the last week that we've had this emotional roller coaster and so um, that's life right i mean it doesn't uh it doesn't ask your permission to uh throw you curveballs and stuff so you uh you just gotta and we've had more we've had more than one curveball in the last two weeks but let's uh again this is uh we'll, we'll I guess we'll recap the curveballs at some point down the road, but, yeah. uh, but let's, we uh, let's to still do... pretend it's been all bad. It hasn't all been tough. No, There's no, been no, a no. lot of fun and funny stuff. Yes. And that's kind of what we wanted to do is just kind of do a little summer recap or summer update. Um, because like we mentioned a few minutes ago, the last time we left off was the last episode was my Marsha Brady moment where I got hit in the nose with a football. The very controversial <laughs> football to the face on the 4th of July <laughs> and, <laughs> pool party. Uh, yes. So my update is it's healed really nice. I used, uh, for those of you that are going to ask, because I know we'll get questions about this, I used a combination of three different things. I used, obviously, Neosporin, and I would keep it cleaned, well cleaned. And then I used coconut oil because I use coconut oil for everything. <laughs> right. And then I also used... Of, and then a little tinkle. A little no, tinkle. No, I did not. Gross. It's... And then I used Arnicare. So those That's were That's what the... it was. It wasn't tinkle. <laughs> Arnicare. So those are the three things. And I have the tiniest scar. I mean, I can only see it when I turn my head a certain way. So... Have I you noticed only, it? Do you think well, it's noticeable? Only when I kiss your nose. You don't ever kiss my nose. Well, I guess I don't. I guess I don't ever notice it then. <laughs> no, it, 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 it. Luckily, everything, everything, turned out fine. And your, if you uh, have crisis averted, if you're listening to this and you have no idea what we're talking about, you need to go listen to the last episode, the Marsha Brady, my Marsha Brady moment. It's funny. And um, that's a good episode to go listen to. So yeah, there's my nose update. Everything is healed. I did not have to have stitches and I do not have a huge, huge scar. Right on the tails of that, of my Marsha Brady moment in that episode airing, shortly after that, we left to go, me and the girls left to go on a trip to Texas, which Uh, we're giving an update on this because... We also talk about this in an episode as well, what it's like for us moving away from Texas and lots and lots of family and friends and what that's like going back and visiting. So um, that's another great episode to go back and listen to. 
So yeah, the Texas trip was good. I feel like my girls are starting to get, when I say my girls, there are girls. Our girls sure. are starting to get to be really good travelers. Yeah. Like they, they did really great at the airport. <laughs> well, I mean, it's really not that difficult of a task. I mean, we've got a 15-year-old who's almost 16 and then a 10-year-old. So, you know, we're not we're not dragging toddlers through the airport here. So No, I know, but it always makes me a little ner- I get a little Well, nervous. because you're not always the best traveler. Right. But so I'm doing good. I'm you, doing You've done you've done well. You've improved over the years. Over the years, I've improved as a traveler. Um so, you know, getting out to Texas was fine. Like we didn't have any travel problems. Um, and when we got to the airport, it was really, really sweet. She had, uh, we had cousins that met us at the airport and surprised us. So we literally like walked out to go get our, our bags at baggage claim or my bag at baggage claim, because we all know I have to pack like a huge suitcase. And, um, there was cousins and grandparents there to surprise us. So Yay. that was really sweet. Um, a good welcoming and to it was just Texas. downhill from there. It was all downhill from It wasn't downhill. <laughs> it was not all downhill. No, look, they, they had a good trip. But look, this, it's exactly what we talked about. It's just a lot. And a lot of this is is you. I mean, it's what you do to yourself on this these trips. Right, and which so, we... I admit, I fully right. admit, and I know a lot was, of it's what I internalized. That was in, that was in, uh, it was in full form uh, for this trip. I mean, you were running all over creation while working every day. So, I mean, as soon as you would get done, because you're, so you get, you, you get an hour back going west, right? So you were, you would be done at four o'clock ish. And uh, it was every day, it was off, <laughs> off to somewhere to, yeah, off meet to somebody. somewhere in DFW. And, um, driving all over creation. So it's just, it was a little exhausting, like having to literally finish work, wrap up work, and then drive sometimes an hour or more to go meet yeah, family. Cause you're, so your parents, you were staying with your parents and they mm-hmm. live kind of like up on the far north, kind of north northwest yeah. side of, of town. And so it's not, there's, not any of these stops on the way are uh, right down the road. So no, but look, it, it, it's it like we good, said, it's, it, it's, it, it is what it is. Like it was overall, it was a good trip. I got to see a lot of family. Um, and I, there was even one night where I got to catch up with some friends. So that was good that we got to squeeze a little friend time in there. I got to celebrate my niece's six sweet 16 birthday. Um, we went, on a little getaway trip down to San Antonio. That was really fun and relaxing and lots of laughs. And honestly, that probably is my favorite part of the trip because I had a lot of, not like one on, not like tons of one-on-one time with Audrey because she was obviously with her cousin celebrating her birthday, but it was just like just me and her that went down with my older sister and then um, some of um, my niece's friends. So. Well, it, but that was the whole point of you going. I mean, and honestly, right. that's, you know, so, and we, we've talked about this, the, um, this trip in general was optional for Meg. The girls were finally old enough and we were in a place where we could 
load them on a plane and have somebody pick them up at the airport. But because of your working situation had changed to full remote, you had the opportunity then to go and, and so you took it. And so this has kind of been something that we've, we've, I don't know, bannered back and forth about, I suppose, but it was like, you gave up an opportunity to spend two weeks with just me. <laughs> with no kids. Well, I am, I will Texas. say I saw on the way there and back two different times that gate agents were supposed to or somebody at the gate was supposed to have a child like accompanied what we would have paid money for and they were not and it was a whole deal. I get um, it. It would have been two it would have been two days, you know, the the days of the trip. There would have been much angst. But it would have been fine, and but it is what it is. And like I said, um, so you got to be there for the Sweet Sixteen, so that was that was good. I'm glad you got to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean that's two weeks uh, being on the road and uh, being gone, and that uh, that's a lot. I mean, it was a long time away from you. I will say that is one thing that, um. Like, and I think we both would say this, like the first few days are no big deal. You've traveled for years with your job. So we've gotten used to that part. But it was like around the four day mark, four or five day mark that I was like, yeah, well, and when it, no there, hasn't been, there, there hasn't been nearly as much travel because of COVID the last few years. So I, I just, we're not really in that in that rhythm that yeah. rhythm yeah or that zone um but then yeah i mean and it's weird for me i mean coming it's a really strange feeling when you're doing your normal routine of getting up and going into the office and then you come home to a uh, to an empty house and so again that that sounds great maybe on the front end where it's like oh okay cool i can watch whatever i want to watch i can eat whatever i want to eat and go to bed whenever I want to, like I'm a little kid or something, but, um, but yeah, it took about, it took about 36 to 48 hours before I was like, all right, this is weird. And, <laughs> uh, I don't really like it. I don't really like it that much, but, um, so yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a really strange feeling after all these years coming home to an empty place. And, um, cause again, I'm used to being on the road, but that's, you know, you're at a hotel and this, that, and the other, but, and you at least see like, I could FaceTime with you guys and like normal things are happening at home. So you at least have right. that. But then when yeah. you're the one sitting there going, huh? huh. So this is really <laughs> weird. But anyways, uh, so yeah, you, you made it back to Texas. And so the, the difficulty though was um, I had a trip scheduled. So y'all got back late Saturday night. Um, well, wait, before you get into that, I do want to, for all of our friends that are listening back in Texas, I don't want you to feel slighted. I was this trip. I was not able to see many friends. And so I'm so, so sorry. It's just, if you listen to the other episodes, you'll understand we have so, so much family. And um, so my apologies, just know that you are loved and missed. And if I could see everybody, I would see everybody. I just, it's Next to impossible. And she would try. And I would try. It's next to impossible. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, she was in Texas and she was in Texas for two weeks. I worked every day. 
I didn't take any any time off except for one day to get down to San Antonio. So just know that I was working and then the few hours that I had in the evenings. Okay, uh, we, enough of that. Oh, so, well, I'm just trying to explain. I know, but then we've, 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 we've done this, all right? Okay, and so, okay. All right, um, Remus. All sorry right. we missed you. Yes, sorry. I'm sorry so I missed sorry. you. You should have hung out with me. But anyways, so that was because that was the extra challenge was you got home with the girls late Saturday night and then I was leaving on Monday to go to uh, Montreal for the week for work. And so, so we did get, you know, we had two two nights and so 24 hours. Yeah, we made the best of it. We went and hit up the beach, uh, just you and me on that Sunday. And so that that was fun. Hey, babe, that's one of my favorite favorite things that me and you do like I feel like our girls are a bit of party poopers when it comes to really soaking up all that South Florida has to offer they will go to the beach with us if we make them but they neither one of them are ever like hey let's go to the beach this Saturday it's really become kind of our thing that we do yeah which is fine it's cheaper when we don't take them and I don't have to carry as much stuff but we did go out. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so I headed out to Montreal. And uh, the, uh, so anyways, we have a facility up there and was doing some some testing work on some products. And uh, I was going to be there all week. And so it's a bit of a hassle getting into Canada these days. Is it? Um, well, it's, there's just a lot of well, stuff I, you have to do probably- up front. Any kind of international well, travel. It, 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 again, this kind of goes back to the whole COVID thing. Um, and so, you know, once upon a time, the borders here in the United States, whether it was with Mexico or Canada, it was, uh, I don't know, kind of laissez-faire. And now and I realize a lot of that changed with 9-11. Um, but, you know, you used to be able to, you didn't necessarily need a passport. Uh, you could get in just with your driver's license and birth certificate, just so they could, anyways. But now, I mean, they have a, an app where you have to do all kinds of stuff. Um, you had to put in all your uh, your proof of vaccinations and um, you had to tell them where you're staying and give contact information. So uh, it's, uh, and you have to have all that done and verified uh, in this app that they have, this Arrive okay. Can app, which and- is this is great to me because I don't think America requires that. Do, do we? No, well, there's there's some. I mean, I think there's some things. I don't know what all the requirements are for international travel if you're not a U.S. citizen. But um, it was, uh, anyways, it it was quite a bit of. of of stuff up front. And then even you just had- trying to check in for your, the flight. Cause I was on air Canada. So they're, uh, they have more restrictions on, uh, air Canada than they do, um, on American airlines, uh, not just specifically American airlines, but all of the American carriers. But, um, so anyways, it was interesting. Uh, it was, and you had an eventful trip while you were in Canada too. Yeah. So it was nice to get up there, one, the weather was awesome, so I can see as we live in the land of snowbirds, and there's a fair amount of uh, French Canadians that live that, that come down here in the, the winter time. Well, sorry, this is a side note. Audrey had two different friends that spent three and four weeks in Canada, like that's their summer trip. So they live in South Florida, and what they do is they go up to Canada for three to four weeks. She had two different friends that did that, so I was like, oh, that. 
wonder if that's like a well, thing. Well, weather-wise, I would have been happy to stay um, this time of year. It was really nice. But, I mean, it's funny talking to the locals, though, about just how ridiculous winter is up there. And I, I, I have, I have it on my weather app. Um, this is one of the locations around the country, around North America that, um, when I flip through and see different, different places, uh, and what the weather's like at different times of the year, um, it's it, it's pretty ridiculous up there, it, and so that's that's no joke. But all right, let's get to the good stuff about the trip, though. Like, yeah, it was a good trip, but um, the weather was nice. But I had a bit of an incident with um, my rental car. Somebody somebody uh, hit my rental car in a um, in a parking lot, and so was it just a little ding? No, that's the funny part. And so there was there was a coworker on the trip with me. Um, we had gone to dinner and they had this kind of like city center place that was actually really cool, um, sitting outside and it was busy. And I have known this, I've been to, um, Quebec once before and they, they told me, they said, look, people here, I mean, summers are short, winters are long. They live for the summer and by gosh, they were out in force. Um, we were parked back in the back 40 of this parking lot just to get over to, it's all these different restaurants and shops and stuff. And, uh, Dinner was fine. It was great. Uh, sat outside. Lovely evening. Um, so, but it was time to go and, you know, nothing, nothing too rowdy going on on this trip. So we just head back and uh, I, I noticed the, the rental car I had was a, um, an Audi um, Q5. And, nice. And yeah, it was, it was, it was lovely. It, it was black. Um, and I bring this up because I noticed the car uh, directly to the, passenger side uh was the exact same model it was a, an audi q5 uh, but it was white and uh it just you know one of those things uh when you're driving a car you notice other ones anyways so um um my co-worker got in the car on that side i got in the car on my side we drove back to the hotel um and i parked in a spot where uh the happened to be the passenger side was against a median so um there, there was no parking spot on that side, but uh, nothing. It was getting dark, and and so I guess we couldn't really see much. But uh, so the next morning, when we were um, out at our facility getting out of the car, my coworker was like, "Hey, do you um, was this like this?" And that, I mean, that's kind of one of those things. If somebody's staring Uh-oh, at a, at a car, never, you're like, "Wait, that doesn't sound good." That doesn't um, sound good. So yeah, there there was a big white um smudge scratch paint transfer dents on both the uh passenger side uh front door and rear door and i mean they they got it pretty good and i'm and but again it's a black car and when they're dent it's it doesn't just like jump out and so i can understand why my coworker couldn't didn't see it the night before um whatever but it was like, oh man, this is not, okay. We're not, I'm not going to be able to turn this thing into the rental car company and act like nothing happened. And so uh, I start trying to figure out what I need to do. And I'm told that I need to file a police report. And so um, I don't, the, the thing about Quebec is uh, it is, uh, and we've used the term French Canadian. And by this point in the trip, I'm already feeling pretty bad about the fact that I don't speak a lick of French. And, um, that's obviously the <laughs> you I guess it's not what, national language, the you provincial know what language. I thought of, you wouldn't know what I thought of when you said I don't speak a lick of French is Haley Bell will tell you she can speak French. 
but that so our youngest and she cannot speak any French at all, but she'll go. Right. Well, look, I mean, I can, you know, I can, I can, I can make fun of their language and um, (laughs) with the best of them, but uh, I, you know, you just start to feel bad and look, everybody, that's the weird thing about uh, Quebec, right? Is, you know, you've got an entire country uh, where English is the, is the native language um, or the national language. But then of course there's this province sitting, you know, uh, that's sandwiched in between all the others that they speak French. Now, most people there do speak um, English and most of them speak it quite well and to their credit and to <laughs> my embarrassment. Again, I, I just, I hadn't really thought about it much, but I, you just, you, at some point so you start to feel So did you have bad. to like use Google translation at, no, translator they, at the most, police? Well, office? so that was the thing. It's like, okay. So I started asking around people at the office. I'm like, well, ask the locals. And so um, I get directions to a police station and but we had a ton of work to do. And so anyway, so uh, we get to the, towards the end of the day. And um, you know, so I'm kind of, kind of in a rush to, um, go because I'm not going to put my coworker through this beat down of trying to go make a police report. So get him back to the hotel and then um, run up. And I'm like, I, I it, it, it was warm. I'd gotten kind of sweaty. So I was like, I need to change. I don't, you know, so I'm just trying, I'm kind of hustling around trying to get, cause I'm like, I don't even, what time to, I don't even, I mean, it's a, it's a, I'm in a different country and it's a police station. I don't know when you can go in and make reports, whatever. So I'm just, I'm running around trying to get ready. And, um, so hop in the car, drive, you know, several miles out. And, um, and then I realized you can't even, you can't even get into the police station. So what do you, mean? St- you can't, there's what do still you mean? like security, um, features and then COVID protocols. Cause again, um, they were way more, um, I don't know. They were, they were way They're more still on lockdown conservative. They're not on lockdown anymore, but they still have a lot more protections in place. And so, okay. um, so I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in this little like vestibule at the front and, you know, hitting a buzzer. And then of course it's, you know, uh, it's, they're, they're speaking to me in French on the, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Do you speak English? I'm nope. So used she, to she say- literally, she just goes, Nope, I speak French. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I, I don't know if she's serious or not. Um, obviously, she speaks English, but um, and so. Um, what but, did you so, do? Who so after all you? that, she comes down and I'm trying to explain what's going on. And then it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we 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 can't help you with that here. I'm like, oh, oh OK. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was told I needed to file a police report. They're like, yeah, we don't do that here. I was like, but it's the police station. They're like, well, um, if you want us to take an accident report, like they went through this whole thing. Like, did I get hit on the highway? How fast was it? And when I told them it was in a parking lot, you know, the night before, and I don't know who did it. It's like, um, so your options are you can call 911, um, and, <laughs> wait for a police officer to come and make the report. And I'm Is it look- nine one- it's 911 yeah, there they, too? Apparently they have 911 there. And okay. so I was like, well, but I'm, you know, so I'm standing in front of, the- I'm in the front vestibule of the police station. So I'm like, you're going to call 911 in the police station. Well, yeah. But then she said it, it might take as much as an hour for him to get there. I was like, to <laughs> the police station? And if I called 911 at the police station, it might take an hour. And, She's like, so uh, I was like, well, what, what's my other option? And she's like, oh, well, you can just go do it online. It's like, 
do it online. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I can like, I just, she's like, yeah, just Google, uh, uh, police report in Laval. And I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, and so, been, yeah, that would have been good information. Yeah, I mean, to upon have. further review, if I'd known, uh, if I'd known that from the get go, it would have made my evening a little bit simpler. Okay. And, but, well, there, there's your your update for your Canada trip. You you went, you enjoyed the good weather. It was a good work trip. Downside, we have a couple people, downsides. I, I want to know what these people were thinking, though. Like, there's no way they didn't realize when they pulled, because they were still parked there, all right? They, they So they did it when they were pulling into the parking spot. I, Wait, what do you mean pulled in they did it when they pulled into the parking spot? It was the it was a white car that did it and and I don't remember what was parked there when we got there, but it was not a white car. So it was not that same vehicle when we got there. And so it was a white vehicle that did it. Huh. But it was still parked there. And so I'm like they if they did that pulling in, they had to how do you not know or not care enough to leave maybe, yourself parked right next to the car you just hit? Maybe they were already having a really good time. I guess. I, don't know. I just, anyways, I just, anyways, uh, what happened when you came back from Canada? So I, you're notorious for leaving things. Yeah, you leave things in my pocket. And, and then your they pockets. end up in the wash and I washed my passport and, wah, wah, and wah. oh and dried it. And so, washed and dried your passport. Fantastic. Uh, I will tell you that they are made of fairly sturdy material. Um it but is it do is you not really, ruined, but it, Well, but it, do you really want to find out like at our next international whenever what do you mean? i don't know when that we like everything's still there i don't i mean what are they gonna be like oh, this has clearly been dried we, we won't accept it i mean i don't know it looks it, it looks i aged it okay i aged, I aged it. it and it's it's vintage it's <laughs> you've got a vintage passport not expired passport there, no i still got like eight years left on this thing it's gonna last me eight more years i the but it does look a little frayed. Like there's little <laughs> threads coming off around the sides and the the back the the back part the the back um, uh, I guess cover is cre- got creased. Uh, both corners um, the, the non bound corners both got folded back completely. It looks pretty ridiculous. So, <laughs> but I I'm, I feel confident that it's still valid and I'm I'm rolling with that. Okay, my, my vintage passport. All right. Well, when you came back right on the heels of you returning, we did go do something fun. Well, yeah. it ended up being, it wasn't super fun for me in the beginning, but it ended really fun. I always have a great time with yeah, these our friends. friends. We've, I mean, the, uh, there's always a story. They're right. There's always a story. They have, uh, several of our, like, get-togethers with them have made so, yeah, podcast if you, debuts if you know the uh if you know the the polo match story and polo, or kayak uh, and or the kayak trip um the 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 next adventure that was planned after the kayak trip was uh to rent a uh, pontoon up in the lagoon in um palm beach uh, near riviera beach where peanut island is and so this is a, a really cool feature. We'd been up there. We'd never done the boat thing, but we had been up there. There's a, and it's essentially, it's the intercoastal that just widens out into kind of like a big, 
like I said, lagoon area. Uh, the port uh, is there. So like the, the Margaritaville cruise ship was parked there. Oh, yeah, that um, was cool. I forgot we saw that. We saw some really oh, yeah, cool some just stupid, boats. stupid uh, yachts, crazy I yachts. Mean parked around there um so we, yeah we motored around a little bit but there's this island and and the the um the bridge there there's uh this is where last year we went out with some friends that were in town and did some snorkeling and so it's it's really clear water and if you get there they have a dive park um this right there they have a bunch of sunken like uh statues and different um like little coral things that they they put down and um and so what the, the whole story, though, is this lagoon is really, really shallow. And so and it, it gets um, and depending on the tide, it gets really shallow. And I mean, to the point where there's huge like sand and it's not even a sandbar. It's just like the it just is a giant. I mean, it's just so shallow that some areas get Part exposed. Like, I, mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like this huge flat area that's above water and um so uh, the whole idea is, is you 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 know you you park these boats uh, and again you can get away with a pontoon because it's it's protected it's a lagoon it's inside the barrier island and so um, so the water's not too choppy and um, but well. all it shows look uh, there's a, there's a little bit of movement but we uh, so yeah so the idea is is you're um, uh, you're enjoying this water uh, there's the the island has like a, a park uh, on it where they run ferries. Um, kind of our taxis back back and forth. And so it's got beach areas where people set up on there. And then there's all these people with boats around all around the, the outside of the island. And it's kind of like a big party and just kind of hang out and chill beach day on, on a boat. And we have so much fun with these friends. So I was really looking forward to going out like one hanging out with Logan because I had been gone to Texas for two weeks and then he left for Canada. And so he was finally back. So we were just going to hang out. We're out on this boat. It was a beautiful sunny day. We get to the first spot where they drop the anchor and the water's like crystal clear. It's really pretty. So beautiful day, beautiful water. But it was the first place that we anchored. It wasn't choppy like when you well, got in the water so that waves was, were like splashing on you no, or anything. It was but just, it was a constant the the tide movement. was still coming in. So we were we got there about an hour before high tide and we were actually where we were anchored, we were facing the actual inlet. And so with the the wind out of the east, it's kind of pushing along with the tide, you know, the water is still coming in. And so there is some it was there's, a strong current. There's yeah, there's a good current. And so the but you were fine on the boat. It was I'm completely fine on the boat. This is what's so strange to me. And I don't normally get I've been on many boats, I've been on cruises. I don't normally get seasick. That's not thank knock on knocking on wood. That hasn't been my thing. And I was fine on the boat. Like even when we were driving around going, totally fine. We get out and we're all kind of hanging out, having drinks, sitting on our floaty device. Like some of us have noodles that we're floating on. Others of us are just standing because we could, well, I could kind of stand. We were in about four and a half feet of water. And so, uh, but I was sitting on this float that we had brought and we were having drinks already. Um, and having a good time, but I had been out there in the water for about an hour. And I mean, it hit me like all of a sudden. And I was like, well, maybe it's because I've had drinks and I need to eat something. And we had brought sub sandwiches and coolers. So I went back up on the ship 
on the ship, <laughs> up on the boat. And um, I ate part of my sub sandwich and I was fine up on the boat. I hadn't slept the night before or the couple nights before that. So I was a little tired. So I tried to kind of lay down for a minute because everybody else was just kind of doing their own thing, hanging out and it was fine. So I laid down for a couple of minutes and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get back in the water. And so I got back in the water and, um, but I, I wasn't drinking cause I was like, you know, until my stomach feels a little bit more settled, I'm not going to drink anything else. So I was just hanging out in the water. And when I told everybody that I had gotten my sub out, they were all like, oh, we're hungry too. So everybody went back up on the boat except for, um, one of our friends and he stayed out with me and we were just chit chatting, just catching up. He was telling me about a trip that he had just gone on. And we're, so we're talking and I mean, like within minutes, I just looked at him and I said, Hey, I'm going to go swim far away over here because I'm going to be sick. And he kind of laughed and he was like, okay, go chum up the water. I don't think he really thought I was going to go be sick. I don't know what he thought, but I literally just started swimming towards the island, towards Peanut Island. We're anchored away, and but I start swimming away from everybody because I'm like, I'm going to throw up and I don't want to throw up in front of everybody. This is so embarrassing. I can't believe this is happening. So you, it just so not. Me. She didn't want to throw up in front of everybody, meaning us, because where she was going is where everybody everybody else was. So, <laughs> so everybody am, not us. I'm literally swimming and I start getting sick. So I'm swimming, I stop, I throw up. I like swish it around as best I can in the ocean. Of course, this is the most disgusting part of it all. There are so many fish every time I threw up. <sighs> There were fish everywhere within <laughs> seconds of me. So then I'm surrounded. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get bit by a shark because I keep puking and all these like fish keep coming up. So then I would swim a little bit, throw up, swim a little bit, throw up. I did that three times and before I got to land. And I was like, if I can just get on land and stop feeling like this motion sickness. So I had taken the float with me. And I get on land and I'm laying on the, on the island. I probably looked like a beached whale. I didn't care who I like plopped down in front of. I didn't like find a special spot. I literally, it was like, I just need to make it up to some, to some land and lay down. And so I did and I was laying there. I don't even know for how long. And I had actually fallen asleep a little bit. Like I was very, very tired already. And Logan scared the pee wad out of me. I was asleep, had my eyes closed on the beach. What did you say? You walked up and you were just like, it wasn't like you were a few feet away. Like, hey, babe, I came to check on you so I could hear I, your voice. I, no, you I. You were like standing no, over me okay, all of a sudden. I, okay. So I didn't, I was trying not to scare you. So I wasn't like yelling at you. So I had walked up and I, but you had your sunglasses all over your eyes. So I didn't know if you were actually asleep or just laying there trying not to throw up anymore. And so I, you know, I had watched you go all the way up and I, and then you were just laying there. And so it's like, I, I should, I mean, I should probably go check on my wife at some point. I mean, she's, <laughs> 
because we're all we're out there in the water like 100 yards away and like and and then so i i so i got i mean i just walked up to you and i was like hey babe and i i I tried to say it kind of softly and yeah apparently you were asleep and that scared you and but he was he brought me a coke to kind of sip on um and then I said, no, go back out and enjoy everybody. I'm going to stay here a few more minutes and then I'm going to come back out and surely I'll be fine. So Logan does. He leaves. I didn't stay too much longer, maybe five, maybe 10 minutes more. And then I was like, okay, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little bit better. Like, let's give this another whirl. So I start swimming back out there and <laughs> I got sick again in this lady in this boat. She gave me the death stare of a lifetime. I wish I had had my camera. She didn't say a word to me, but it was like I was very close to her boat. I couldn't help it. I just got sick again swimming back out well, there. there. Were, so just to be clear, there there was a there, there was a big it's a man-made pile of rocks that turns into a bit of a coral reef type thing, but it's a I think it's a break for the waves coming from the inlet. But so we couldn't, you couldn't just go from our boat straight to the shore. You had to go around the rocks. And, (laughs) and so there was, this lady's boat was relatively close to the end of the rocks. It was the first boat. So, I mean, just to be clear, you weren't just like going up between people's boats and throwing up. Like you, you were just trying to get back. I was literally just trying to swim back, but she did not like it. You you were using the float, yes, and you didn't have your feet on the ground when you could have. So you were laying kind of over this float, which is fun and relaxing because the water again, the temperature was awesome. It was it was cool, it was clear, it just felt great in the hot sun. But you didn't have your feet on the ground at all, and so you were bobbing up and down on that float, and <laughs> it was constant that's, bobbing. That's and where it went sideways. So I got sick again, just trying to get back out to the boat. This lady gave me the death stare. I was kind of over it at that point, but I didn't, I could, everybody else was having so much fun and I didn't want to ruin anybody's day. And I I was getting worried at this point that I was like, are we going to have to like go like head back to the, you know, drop us off at the dock? Cause I was like, I I mean, cause you know, it'd be one thing if, okay, you, you, you threw up and okay, and now I'm good. But then and we thought you were, but then you came back out and you threw up again. And it was like, oh no. And you just, you could, we could tell you just weren't feeling good. I, I couldn't even talk to anybody. It was like, if I opened my mouth. So I was like, I, I, as soon as somebody said, Hey, maybe we should move spots. I was kind of all for that, but I didn't want to ruin anybody else's time because everybody else had paid money to enjoy this boat and the day. And I really wanted to be like a team player and I was not, I already oh, was embarrassed. No, it was fine. Why I, I was already embarrassed that I was possibly putting a damper on the mood, right? You yeah, know, everybody right has this yeah, girl that's yeah. like throwing up on their trip. So um, I was already self-conscious about that. So, but somebody threw out that idea and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. So I get on the boat. We we go, we kind of ride around. I'm literally fine on the boat, but I had made the decision. I was like, I'm not going to eat anymore. And I'm probably not going to drink a whole lot more other than water. And so I did hydrate and start an ice chips. I think I had ice chips. So 
that was, so from there on out, after the fourth time of throwing up, I felt okay. Like, I, well, I probably just didn't have anything left in me to throw up, but I didn't have any more problems after that because where we anchored next was that really, really shallow, like sandbar area that Logan was talking about. And we all just went and like sat on, you know, basically we were just sitting in the sand in the water. water. Yeah. It was really cool though. Cause it was um, awesome. It was my favorite part. Well, you weren't throwing up. So I would imagine that was your favorite part, but the, uh, it was cool. Cause I mean, all these people that had brought dogs and stuff that they're all, these dogs had all jumped off the boat and they're like running around like some kind of wild pack out in the, um, on this little Island, uh, playing and, you know, so and then there's people with like little tiny kids and, you know, so because it's so it basically it creates like this little kitty giant kitty pool around the sandbar. And then the boats are yeah. all parked out, you know, it was fun. 30, 40 yards off. Really unique experience because you're you're out there and, you know, a foot of water or standing on a sandbar and you're just looking around and there's water everywhere. You're out in the middle of this lagoon. But anyways, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a good boat day. We had a good boat. I mean, it was a with great the, experience. It, with the day. exception of me. Throwing uh, up, chumming yeah. the waters. I chummed the waters for everybody. That was a gross experience. I I will tell you, I per- much prefer throwing up over the side of a boat or out a car window that's versus like being in the, being in the, the water <laughs> in the middle of it. Because that's the other thing. Then I would feel like I'd have to swim far enough away, get my own self cleaned up. It was gr- it was just gross. a gross feeling. I was just like, ugh. I think that made me even more sicker, like watching fish. Ew, I can't even talk about more it. But, th- but there were some touristy people that were snorkeling close by the second time that I threw up. And they were like, oh, the fish, all the fish by you. And I was like, they hadn't seen that I had thrown up. And I was like, yeah, it's super great. Pretty cool. <laughs> fish like me. So, um, okay. So that was our boat trip. And now we are preparing for back to school, like a little. I know you didn't want to talk about this last time. I, I brought up the fact that, you know, after the 4th of July, it's that weird feeling when you walk into the store and they're already changing all the 4th of July summer stuff. Out to, I wasn't ready. Back to school. I know. I, I know. Just, but it's I wasn't here. Ready it's yet. already here. We blinked and it's here. And so. I know. But the girls seem excited, which that gets me. As a mom, it helps me feel better to see them that they're, I mean, Haley Bell's not excited that the summer is ending and she has to get up early and, you know, schoolwork part, but the social part, she wants to see her friends. Pretty much everything about school she's not excited (laughs) about other than seeing her friends. Seeing her friends and then meeting her new teacher. So she's, that's how she's feeling about things. Audrey seems legit excited about her sophomore year, which as a mama just makes me feel so glad like I'm just happy that she's happy you know when the teenage what is the saying when um mama ain't happy nobody's happy I feel like it should be when the teenager isn't happy nobody's nobody's I I feel like both apply but um sure (laughs) so it just like my whole heart is just warm to see like she has been smiling. She's excited about her classes. She has some friends in her classes already. She got part of her schedule. So I think again, knock on, knock on wood here, but I'm, we're going into a good year. We're going into cautiously optimistic. (laughs) Oh yeah. We're going into a good school year. Um, we've had a little bit of, uh, 
some good stuff happening with the podcast too, as we've kind of, you know, the summer's kind of coming to an end, but you had a little TV debut Ugh. also. Yeah. Yeah. A, so, little cam- a little cameo. Yeah. We'll call it a cameo. A cameo. Well, I we don't can't... Know. A cameo is probably, that's, that's a little haughty as oh, well. Okay. Because Sorry. Uh, that, well, we that, can't usually... say like a ton about it, but you can go to um, my personal Facebook page and probably see some information about it. But we try not to talk too, too much about our outside jobs um, for obvious reasons. But Logan had a little fun. Um, I know he doesn't want to call it a cameo, but I don't know what else you call yeah, it. Like, I know. It's just the cameos are usually like famous people making a quick appearance and anything. <laughs> you're locally, you're person. locally famous. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I made a, uh... We also had our family uh, was um, in a little local magazine, too. So we got to talk about the podcast in a little SoFlow neighborhood magazine. That's what that's what I would call it. A neighborhood so magazine. Neighborhood magazine. Right? I know. Just don't say SoFlow. Yeah, SoFlow. Okay. But why not? But why not? I don't know. You just don't like it? We sound stupid when we say it. No. Okay, South Florida, fine. There. There's the whole thing. Neighborhood magazine. A neighborhood magazine. So, um, yeah, we had a little bit of um, some Lots good of visibility. Po- Lots of visibility for uh, the family this summer. Visibility for the family, for the podcast. So we're just excited for all the fun things coming up, uh, going back to school, kicking off. I don't like to say fall down here because it doesn't even feel like fall no, yet. No, it's <laughs> no. Uh, we still got like five months before it actually cools off at all down here so <laughs> and but, even then even then the cool off isn't like like you, what we're the pumpkin we're spice the pumpkin spice feels a little different when it's <laughs> 90, 95 degrees but uh anyway but we're we're excited for uh the next few months and we hope that you guys have you and your families have good back to school moments we are wishing you Great success as y'all all get prepared for that. And cheers to a really great summer. I mean, I feel it was a fun summer. It just yep. went by fast. It's already over. It's over. And really, that's the end of the episode, too. <laughs> so, that's a wrap. That is a wrap. I wanted to say thank you guys, as always, for listening to the Meg's podcast. We so, so appreciate it. And we will catch you next week.